F. Gray for New York Times contributing editor Margaret Renkel. This is Dr. David D. Shine, and welcome to one of our special issues of Saving America, where we award an F grade to politicians, so-called celebrities, and other people in the public eye who deserve a little negative recognition for bringing down America. And um, this is indeed a very appropriate F grade. So what we have here is just in time for the 4th of July in a period of true patriotism, the New York Times, uh, the rag that uh, has destroyed itself from inside, it wasn't due to incredible competition or anything. It's just not a credible source of anything these days. And uh, it's only suitable for lining the bottoms of bird cages. I can't think of any other use for it. So in any event, <laughs> In just in time for 4th of July, they bring in our new F grade recipient, Margaret Rankel, who apparently writes uh, silly editorials for the New York Times and uh, must be an interesting job. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of Michael Savage, but he wrote a book a while back called Liberalism is a Mental Disorder. And Margaret Rankel is certainly exhibit A. Uh, her editorial, by the way, the, the proper name of it is The American Flag Belongs to Me Too, and this year I'm taking it back. Well, I'm very happy that anyone in the United States wants to put up an American flag. I think that's a very worthwhile thing. But, uh, you know, I'm a Cantan. Um, Immanuel Kant uh, wrote about 130 years ago and talked about ethics comes from inside. And, you know, if you're waving an American flag, but you don't like our country and you don't like our laws and our constitution, I don't think you really need to put up an American flag because you're just basically faking it. And I think that kind of fits the situation here with uh, Ms. Rankle. And uh, so let's, uh, let's get to, there wasn't much meat, this darn thing when it's converted to a Word document. It's three and a half pages long, folks. I mean, she was ranting and raving, doing her best to try and make her silly liberalism points. But in any event, let me read what uh, was really apparently the trigger. She says, the majority of Americans did not want the court to overturn Roe. They don't want to be surrounded by guns and they're deeply worried about climate change. <laughs> okay, folks. So. With these Supreme Court rulings, the law of the land no longer reflects the will of the people live here. Well, maybe in the distorted mind of Ms. Rankle, but uh, let's take a look at each of those points one by one. First of all, Roe v. Wade was wrongly decided. Now, it's important to note that court is not supposed to legislate. They're supposed to say, hey, this needs to be handled by legislation which is exactly what the Dodd decision just did. Now, it's very important, you liberals out there, to know that Obama, one of your favorites, had both houses of Congress in 2012. He wasted his energy on the useless Obamacare bill that increased the cost of health insurance in the United States and did not increase the number of people meaningfully who were covered by health insurance. 
And he could have, with control of the presidency in both houses, fixed the abortion issue then. And he failed. He didn't do it. I didn't even hear it discussed. So the liberals need to appreciate the fact that it is not the responsibility of the courts to fix it. I do understand that the majority of Americans favor reasonable restrictions on abortion. Virtually nobody that I know wants an abortion done in the seventh, eighth, or ninth month because these are viable fetuses. In my own circle of friends, I know several different people who had early babies in two to three months left to go on that famous nine months, and those are healthy adults today. Thank goodness. We have wonderful medical care, and it seems to me that allowing abortions beyond a point when the fetus is viable outside of the mother is just something that the American people do not support. But let's go ahead and handle it through legislation. Let's stop fussing about the courts who are not supposed to be legislating. Number two, the Constitution protects the right of Americans to have guns. And I understand the history. I'm not going to get into it in this particular discussion today. But there's big reasons for Americans to have legal access to guns. The New York law that I know triggered her idiotic concepts was too restrictive, and the court finally was presented with the case. I think other courts would have also struck down the law had it been brought to the court before. It was clearly an effort by the morons in liberal-controlled New York to keep people from having guns. And there's, I, I shed no tears over the change. Am I concerned about gun control and, and concerned about gun violence in America? I certainly am. See my new panel discussion on dealing with mass violence. And then number three, nobody except the Biden administration and his handlers put climate change anywhere near the top of the list of America's concerns. What are we concerned about? Hey, crime public education, inflation, gasoline prices, and high taxes. Yeah, boy, you need to work real hard on the list before you see some crazy person run around saying, oh my goodness, climate change is number one. And note just about every ridiculous prediction about climate change has had to be rolled back. One of their famous ones was, oh, the polar bears are disappearing. Hey, you know what? They're, they went out and did a study. Those are tough customers up there. The polar bears have hit new records in population. So it, it's just one thing after another. Now, is the climate warming? Yes, but think about it. A hundred million years ago, dinosaurs roamed the earth, which did not have an Atlantic and a Pacific Ocean. Yeah. So Things will change. The question is, can you distinguish between man-made pollution, and I am a huge proponent of fighting pollution, and some of the silliness that they talk about with regard to climate change. Let's focus on the right problem, which is pollution. And the United States has led the world on energy efficiency 
and pollution control, and I expect we will continue to do so. This is Dr. David D. Schein for Saving America, awarding another F grade that was well-deserved. If you've enjoyed this episode, please join us on your favorite platform.